take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. Pulling a lot of people. And welcome to From the Pit, where we bring you everything from anal blasting shit grind to prehistoric death jazz. There we go. Yeah, bringing it back, bringing it back. Very nice. Came up with that on the fly. It wasn't the best, but... I liked it. It worked. I definitely want to hear prehistoric death jazz. Yeah. <laughs> start start writing some things again, because you seem to be the best at that. Mm-hmm. But, uh... <laughs> I'll get Sam to use some of his creative writing skills for this. <laughs> to coming up with shit genres. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so here from the pit, we pretty much spend most of our time trawling Bandcamp, finding bands that most people haven't heard of, and trying to bring them to you guys. Oh. I'm Phil. With me is Mike. Yo. And Frank. Hello. And I guess we're going to get straight into our recommendations. Hell awesome. yeah. What uh, I have no idea what order we're in up there. I know I'm. I should be last. I think. I b- I believe you are. Yeah. Are we going by the uh, way it's listed? Yeah. yeah that's, that's how. That's how we always do it, fool. Hey. That's how Tom pulls it up. Hey. We don't want to make things more confusing for him. Well, that. judging by that, I guess I'm first again. Ooh. Hmm. Well, as you guys know, I'm a huge fan of post stuff. Yeah. Like the cereal? That's fair. I've been trying to stay away from sugary bits, but... Uh, no Cocoa Pebbles for you. Mm. I do like the chocolate milk at the end. <laughs> so, we've got The Great Cold. These guys are from Marburg, Germany. Hmm. And the album, The Great Cold, was released February of 2016. Mm. Mm. So... Let's, uh, you know, like I said, post-rock, post-metal, let's get right into the track, Esteri I. that one go out a little bit longer but so there's there's a lot of elements of black and doom metal in that Mm -hmm. it was i like that this album gives you everything post well it was it was cool because you know i'm i'm used to there was a lot of that heavy sort of sludgy doom feel mm-hmm. with the fucking like symphonic early, black metal. Or like even Just early cool Mastodon um, parts, it reminds me of. Like yeah. trudging along sort of... Oh, especially that fucking bass. That 
Yeah. I was like, that that bass in the fucking beginning just like it's, I was like, ooh. It sounds like a fretless. It may or may mm-hmm. not be, but it certainly sounds like it. Sounds fucking tasty. That's what it yeah. sounds like. So you hit it. I mean, these guys are doing, you know, post metal and post rock and you know, everything in between. Um <clears throat> like there's no shortage of variety here. It's not like some post acts where you hear one song, you've kind of gotten a feel for the entire thing. Like that's what's difficult for me with uh, God as an astronaut, because I love that band in a way. But like after three to four songs, I'm kind of done. But these, the Great Cold seems to keep it a lot more fresh, and really play more on rhythm and transitions, and build up. Yeah, I fucking, I dig it. So I thought that was a pretty excellent choice. Especially after our little trip that we'll talk about later. And uh, I got written down. It's, you know, generally for fans of, you know, Temple, Pelican, Russian Circles. Um, little bits, sort of, of uh, certain old Isis songs. Uh, yeah. True. Uh, I'm not going to explain myself anymore with Isis. No, you're, we're not you're, talking about. You're fine. Anyone yeah. who knows metal knows what the fuck you're talking about. Word. Also, I gotta represent my deathcore fans. We're Ooh. gonna move right on to exile. Um, it's it's thick and breakdown heavy, but it manages to also keep it fucking interesting. And when you're going th- for like any post or deathcore, I think in particular, you know, there is a a very like large scarcity of interesting, like compelling material yeah there's a lot of cookie cutter shit out there yes so um you know I, it's reminiscent of black dahlia and the vocal stylings a little bit because it's got that like duality like the uh, highs and the lows okay um but where some deathcore can get a little too slow and a little too boring i feel like this has got more of like a death metal feel like a little riffier sometimes and it's techie at times. Okay. So let's uh let's give the song Gravelord a shot. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I decided to stay away. You heard a breakdown. It's a breakdown. Like they've got plenty. Don't worry. Um, Also, shit, lost it. There was something else I wanted to mention. Oh, the techie bits. They're also there. It's more of a transitional parts. I wanted you to more get a feel of like, you know, an intro and a verse. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I dig it. So. It's not your, you know, run of the mill. Those uh his high vocals reminded me of the the first Rose Funeral vocalist, okay. which I fucking love. 
yeah like i said it's it's kind of hard but you know if you like the acacia strain or black tongue anything like that yeah it's even if you like death metal and you just want to go a little heavy like i said i feel like there's some of that dissonant melodic sort of stuff going on yeah oh yeah definitely so finally we're gonna check out the one that i thought was so there's like a definite underrepresentation of clean singing here because a lot of us just don't really frequent it i guess i don't know i guess that's not even fair to say but like so i found this band and i'm listening i'm listening and i'm like this is pretty this is technical and it feels huge and um it's it was categorized under um crossover death or something like that so i was like okay but the first song I had heard started out with these very, like, proggy, clean vocals with, like, almost a bit of distortion on them. Okay. So it was, like, really out there. And I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be metal enough. But then we heard um, Stillness is Timeless. And by we, I mean I. And I decided, yeah, okay, we're going to go forward with this. So why don't you run that clip for about a minute? <laughs> Riffage is so goddamn good. That was unbelievable. Dude, again, what can you really do in 45 seconds to a minute? But let me assure you, the cleans are good. They're not wimpy. Mm. The growls are great. The instrumentation is amazing. And the mixing is, you've got thuddy basses, bass drums. You get depth to the effects. Like, it's just great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already hooked. So, uh, sorry, I got some more details about them Ooh. as I just like space out. Um, the band name, um, uh, the album name is uh, Aathma. So that's A-A-T-H-M-A. That was released February this year. And these dudes are from Andorra. I fucking forgot to check where that's at, but that's where they're from. So these dudes are... Just just check the album out. You give it a full listen through, even if you're not into like prog, because this dance is so many different right on spectrums. Uh, and where where I think we've forgotten it on the other ones, but where can you find them? The Great Cold was uh thegreatcold.bandcamp.com. Exile is exileofficial.bandcamp.com and Persephone is Persephone one 
www.bandcamp.com. I want to spell that one out because it's uh, kind of an alternative spelling of that name. Sure. P-E-R-S-E-F-O-N-E. Like Persephone. <laughs> there it is, guys. All right. That takes you up to me. Mm. Now, you know there's nothing going to be clean about this. <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all. You're polished. Uh, you know. But I'm... Uh, I was in the mood for some good, uh, good sludgy doom. Sludgy doom. Sludgy doom. That stuff that just makes you question why you're alive. <laughs> Noticing a theme with your musical taste. Uh, well, me, I like to start with the clip. Tom, why don't you, why don't you roll that bitch? was just starting the jam i was like yeah. yeah now that is one of the more uh the band's called no funeral um <laughs> that was the track hate uh off the album <laughs> misanthrope hmm. um noticing a trend i like these guys yes <laughs> and it's kind of cool because whereas sometimes the the doom genre can very draw everything out yeah um, this is four songs half an hour um so it's still got that length to build a groove. There's some fucking yeah, I was gonna say it's some fucking doom and roll right there. Yeah. Yeah, like, like there's some there's some definite rock and roll shit to that. That's I picked that clip because that was one of my like when I was listening to the album, that was one of my favorite bits. There's moments in this album where it just fucking starts dragging you down. <laughs> and like as you heard from those vocals, it is fucking just nasty. Yeah, that's some yeah. Guys, we can't express enough how sometimes you really need to like take a few minutes and check some of these things out because like from what you're saying and from the few that I've showed today, like you can't you can't do it in 45 seconds. No, like don't get me wrong, man. I, I feel like we we mention this at least once a week, but like it's super fucking cool that we can play some clips for you guys now. I I mean I love it. You know, even when I listen back through the episode, I'm like, yeah, this brings so much to it, but. Again, we can only play so much for you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we don't want to do full tracks because then this would be a fucking two-hour podcast. And you know, even if we did full tracks, it's a lot of artists. There's, you know, you really need an album listen through. So, something I also like about most of the sludgy and doom stuff you find is just like straight fuzz. Yeah. Whereas that had a little bit more of like an edge to it as far as the the tone goes. It was a little different. It I feel like had a bite to it's it. It's a similar trudge through like the deathcore where there's just a lot of it, but you got to have a something to you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, and for as much for as much deathcore <laughs> is out there, the the 
the stone the, sludge doom market oh my god if de- <laughs> if deathcore is an ocean that fucking stoner sludge shit is like a it's galaxy own, its own planet yeah yeah it's it's unbelievable <laughs> i i feel bad past like there's a lot that have happened lately like i can't even like maybe dope thrown no i don't know i'm not even going to attempt it but i feel bad like passing on them but sometimes it's just like this is such a it's like black metal now where it's just such a vast category. I mean. No, I feel you. Um, so just little tidbits. Uh, this album was released in September on September 24th, 2016. I know they've actually been together since, I think, 2011. Okay. Kind of releasing singles along the way. And cool. I think this was one of the uh, like first actual, like, hey, we're putting together like a full album. Um, from uh, Minneapolis. No shit. Yeah, it's not a sound I expected out of Minneapolis. Yeah, I was like, huh? All right. Like a, a lot of the hip hop I listened to was out of Minneapolis. <laughs> Maybe the rock and some no funeral. Apparently, it could be. Um, to find them, it's going to be no funeral mpls Right. The fuck on. Fuck yeah. Have we talked about um, how it seems like it's obviously the trend now? No, I don't even say the trend. It's just smart to like do the like EP now. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's something that they've been talking about in the music industry as a whole for like the past five years or so. Oh, yeah. That, like people have less um, interest in full albums. You know, there's such a short attention span. People would rather get new stuff more frequently. Right. Then keep, have an album. Relevance. Yeah, it, that's the thing. It keeps your it keeps your band's name in people's minds. Like it's definitely a good. I mean, personally, you know, I think it for serious music fans, nothing's ever going to replace getting a full album of material because mm-hmm. it just won't ever be the same. Even you know, I know a lot of bands try to do like they'll do three or four EPs that get released like every six months that create a full album. And it's cool if, like, there's a package that you can get with all of that. It's, you know, I like all that stuff, but it's still just not quite the same. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's always a battle. It's either, it's either sometimes things feel a little too long or a little too short. But. but. No, that's, uh, that's what I'm bringing to the table this week. My, uh. My usual single. <laughs> ah, okay. Casual single. Yeah, you know, keep it. See, keep it nice and short for them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I also only have two this week. Um, so as I mentioned to you guys before we were recording, uh, I blew a power supply, so <laughs> I was without my go-to uh, system. Still am. So I was very last minute today, you know, at home on a computer Ew. actually doing this stuff. I know, right? That's gross. I couldn't do... Normally I do all this shit, you know, either throughout the week when I'm out and about. Couldn't do that. The two days at the shop were horribly boring. Yeah. Well, the second day I just spent fucking sewing on this patch. It took... I'd spent about 14 hours hand-stitching that goddamn thing. But Whew. yeah, hand-stitching embroidered patch is a fucking nightmare. Um, especially one that big. <laughs> anyway, uh, let me see what I am bringing in. Uh, cause 
I also don't have my usual fucking show notes with me, so I don't have a whole lot of information either. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. I know. It sucks. Uh, the first band is called Elenkus, I think. I-L-E-N-K-U-S. Uh, the album's called Hunger, and this is a clip of their song Pretty Secret. So, some fucking violent-ass hardcore. Yeah. These guys are based out of Ireland. No shit. Yeah, I believe. Uh, let me double-check that. It's so weird doing this without my fucking system in front of me. Uh, yeah, Galway, Ireland. And like, you, all lows. That's heavy. Yeah, I loved uh, when they were doing the clean vocals, how they, like, muddied that into the mix. <laughs> like, it's... It sounds like they're they're shouting in a in a large room down the hallway from you. And it's like it's done intentionally and it sounds really fucking cool. Yeah. Um you can find them at elenkis.bandcamp.com. Big surprise. Um I don't <laughs> I normally have much more detailed notes, but as I said, I was doing this last minute this morning, so uh, check out the album. It's called Hunger. I don't know anything else off the top of my head. Uh, another one that I've really been looking forward to bringing in. Uh, these are some fucking local dudes. As uh, a band started by Cody Clark, who I know you've seen at shows. Big motherfucker, tatted up head. Really, uh, really good dude. Oh, sure, okay. Yeah, so it's uh, it's cool to see him doing something. Uh, and a couple other guys. I'm terrible with names, but I know I've seen most of them around at shows. Uh, the band is called Gloves Off. <laughs> They've got an upcoming release called The VHS Generation. <laughs> um, and this track is called Point Break. <laughs> fucking vocals are awesome yeah um so holy shit i mean (laughs) our fucking scene 
Yeah. Everybody's in a band. It is, and they're all fucking killer. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> I didn't know, uh, you know, because there's a lot of, they could have done anything. It could have been super generic, but um, I love that they do the the trade-off between you know multiple vocalists um yeah. i like that they're they're bringing in some metalcore elements as well as a lot of like just straightforward hardcore uh it's it's really good shit they uh that's the only track they've released so far and they don't have a band camp yet but you can find them at facebook.com slash gloves off p-a-h-c I've seen them, I think, on some flyers floating. floating yeah, around. yeah. I think they're playing the the benefit for Jake Heaton on April 21st. I believe. I could be wrong. Um, they said they'll have some merch ready by then. I don't know when the exact release date is for uh, the VHS generation, but we will certainly keep you updated on that. Um it's just awesome, man. Like, as much as it sucks uh, that Lifeless called it quits recently, it's like fucking one of our one of our awesome local bands goes away and ten more pop up. <laughs> like, it's just an unbelievable scene. So what you're that saying is was... that our scene is a Hydra. Yes. That track was really cool. Yeah. Uh, go listen to the full thing because there's a lot. I was so torn. I changed that sound clip like five times. There's a lot of really cool shit happening on that track. Um, so fucking way to go, guys. Super excited to hear the rest of what you have to do. Uh, I can't wait to see it live. It should be Fuck fucking awesome. Oh, so that brings us. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was nursing the bottle of mine for like a little while now. I know. Now I'm trying to kill what's left in here real quick. Just, just hand me one of those. I'll, I'll get mine cracked yeah. open while you. Uh... What are you guys doing? You know what we're what doing, do? goddammit. We're doing a little segment called Brutal Brews, uh, with the the nice little pre segment where Frank and I fiddle with beer bottles and and try to talk to avoid dead air. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I say it's going very smoothly. Yeah, no, oh, this excellent. Is a, this is a great pre segment. Uh, um, it's practically the uh, segue. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. Uh, the band that I'm bringing in this week is Jism hmm. with the album Detestation. Uh, we're going to roll a full minute on that clip because you just have to. Why the not? song is called Endless Blockades for the Pussyfooter. <laughs> roll that clip.
Okay. So, a lot of people might be unfamiliar with Jism. Mm-hmm. They were a fucking DB crust band from Japan <laughs> in 1984. I want you to remember that clip you just heard. Go back and re-listen if you have to. 1984. That's pretty cool. They were bringing that sort of riffage and metal influence into crusty shit in 1984 in Japan of all fucking places. Mm-hmm. I, I love their their tendons towards like thrash and what's amazing too um like speed metal (laughs) frank uh, i know frank mentioned this outside uh because he was like man he certainly had like the the black metal vocal patterns and shit down (laughs) that's why i said not even just the like the that that sound but the actual placement of words yeah like because a lot especially in the the second wave black metal there was this very like like, and like, it was very common. And like, he was just fucking nailing that. Like, in 1984, this, you know, this is sometime around the first wave, certainly predates yes. the second wave, uh, but has a lot of elements. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. Like they just, it was incredible. The rest of the album is absolutely a must uh it's called detestation it's up on youtube go fucking listen to that shit i was oh my god i was telling you when i was listening to it there's a a track um about it was either halfway or a little bit more towards the uh the end and it had like this priest vibe to it like a a, a cracked up priest song yeah it was amazing yeah i mean those dudes were just fucking Completely bonkers, uh, incredible band, awesome fucking album. Uh, the beer I'm pairing this with this week would be uh, what is? I'm so confused. Oh, don't pay attention to me. Keep okay, doing, do you do? Oh, I see what you're doing. Let, yeah, let the wizard do his thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, so the beer I'm pairing with it this week is Sam Adams Boston Lager. You might think, well, it seems kind of basic. Right? I think what a lot of people uh, tend to forget, because it's such a big name now, you know, as far as advertising, you see almost as many Sam Adams ads as you do for fucking Budweiser, Miller, any of that sort of shit. Um, But back in the day, Sam Adams was one of the flagships for craft breweries, and still is. They, they, They fight the good fight very frequently. They team up with smaller craft brews for a lot of those uh, fucking special series things they do. So I have a lot of respect for them. And uh, again, them putting as much as they did into craft brewing at the time that they did was kind of unheard of. I was going to, as soon as I saw your beer choice, I figured that's where you were going with it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's why I understand when some people... uh, that you normally would talk craft beer with, and you sometimes mention Sam Adams, and they're kind of like, like, oh, that, that that's not necessarily craft beer. It is. It they, absolutely is. They, You know, if you go to their fucking brewery, they have a bar that specializes in making beer cocktails. That's amazing. Yeah. I want to go so bad. So you're saying is we have to make a trip to Boston. Oh, absolutely. fucking lootly right. <laughs> Um... 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's really all there is to it. And, and it's funny because, you know, I drink, I'll, I'll pick up, anytime I see a weird seasonal from them, I'll pick it up. And, uh, you know, especially the, some of the limited series shit that they do. Um, but it's easy to forget how solid uh, and how much of a staple um, Boston Lager really is. It's a fucking just good, like, well-rounded smooth beer like yeah uh, and you know at the same time well uh, i think a lot of beer drinkers tend to overlook or forget about the boston lager um i think jism gets pretty heavily over i mean if you're into if you're seriously into crust and d-beat then you know about jism but i feel like more people should be aware um for anyone uncertain that's g-i-s-m with periods in between Rambo or any of those other bands. Um, definitely, definitely check them out and pick up a fucking six pack of Boston Lager because when's the last time you did that? Yeah, you fucking bastard. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not just for the plebs. Yeah. Um, I don't, any other thoughts, man? No. No, just <laughs> everyone needs. Uh, I think everyone just in general needs sometimes a, a simple, not even sorry, simple, but like a, a good lager and some like DB or crust or something of that nature to to get you going. Well, that's another nice thing. I mean, that being um, there, there's something similar to your choice with Venom last week where like a band like Jism makes me want to start fucking slamming beers. Fuck yeah. Like it's that drive, yeah. And I, and you heard those riffs, yeah. It's like I started on the solo because I wanted that included, mm-hmm. um. But just the riff in general, and that that's the entire the whole album. They're they're just banging out these insane fucking riffs, uh, just. <sighs> it's it's punk rawness with like maiden drive. Yeah. That's, like, pushing you. It's so good. And just a a weird... They did so many things that were just completely... They're common now, but they were totally unusual at the time. Some of the things I don't really think anyone was doing, for the Mm -hmm. most part. Now, there's so many bands of... Especially in the 80s that I wish I could go back in time to witness people being, like, experiencing that shit. Like... Well, just losing their minds. And it's funny, you know, in trying to, to research them a little bit farther, um, there's a website that was set up by some some old head punks who back in the day, um, before everything was readily available like it is, heard rumors and stories of this fucking legendary Japanese crust band and fucking traveled there and ended up meeting them and bringing back like a fuckload of fucking eps and shit and and documenting all of this uh and it's pretty wild to think that like you know nowadays it's kind of it, they kind of did what we're trying to do but instead of being able to sit on a fucking computer and scroll through bands from from ireland and minneapolis in you know in the same five minutes these motherfuckers traveled to Japan. Oh, we, we just to know, just to find out, just to see if it was true. Yeah, I don't think they were disappointed. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so 
Sam Adams Wilson Lager and Jism's Detestation. Check them the fuck out. It's good shit. So, as far as more modern stuff... You've got a whole bunch of things to talk about this week. I do. Um, some of the stuff is repeat, sort of. Uh, obviously, Unleash the Archers. Their album's coming out June 2nd uh, called Apex, which is going to be a fucking concept album. Super fucking amped for that. Uh, you have no idea the the jizz that is accumulating in my balls for the release of this album. And and believe that if they, if they release a track early, we will be playing some of it on the show and talking about it because blasting that shit uh as far as new album um i follow holy grinder on Bandcamp because i've buy stuff from them so yeah that so they recently released uh at least put up on their page uh an album called grind is protest and it is actually a collective of a bunch of different bands and the album uh the money from it is donated to the victims of the terrible attack that happened in quebec yeah some asshole decided to shoot up a mosque yeah um fucking a man it's it's always cool to see because we come from a scene that that is birthed it's birthed from disgust and anger and outrage (laughs) uh so to see you know it's it's one thing to go out there and write music about it and it's cool it gives people something to relate to it builds a community but to see our community uh giving back and and trying to not just say hey we're fucking angry about the way shit is but saying we're going to be part of the fucking change. That, that is what I love. Um, like I said, getting something together as a collective, like, to help with, with, with an awful tragedy. I mean... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's horrendous. It's, yeah. Well, we're going to uh, play a little bit of that. The, starting with the, uh, the first track is Holy Grinder, and then we'll go into a sec- little bit of the second track as well, because the first one's very... <laughs> Actually, the, the Holy Grinder track is actually a uh, Phobia cover. The song oh, being Grind. fucking dope. Right. Then you got Scab Addict, Capsized, Insufferable. Uh, one of my favorites, The Power of Violence with the song Dear God, Kill Me Loudly. <laughs> uh, fucking just a great collection of music. You're getting 13 tracks. I mean, granted, some of them are like... 10 15 seconds but <laughs> grind yeah exactly yeah. that's what we want when when you want grind that's what you want i um, finish I, the album on a bathroom break i think it was <laughs> i think it was 
fucking Charles Bronson who did 101 songs in, in like, in like fucking, less, I forget how long it was, but it was well under 100 minutes. Ugh. <laughs> oh. But, and also, the money is going towards a good cause. Oh, yeah. 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 Definitely don't be stingy with that one. Yeah, no, man. Go fuck, I mean... Because it's another thing, you hear about this shit all the time, and so many people are left, like, thinking, I, I, I want to do something, but what the fuck do I actually do? You know, and here's an opportunity, present it to you with the, with the added bonus of getting a shitload of awesome grind. Yeah. I yeah. mean, come on. It Don't doesn't... weasel out with a few dollars and pat yourself on the back for support and some shit. Yeah. What do you think they're going to do with the 75 cents they get? Rub that between their fucking fingers? Like, come on. Let's be reasonable. Yeah. Give to the fucking cause. It's good shit, man. And and props to every band involved with that fucking project. Yeah. They also, which yeah. is pretty cool, even on that, the, that band camp uh, page, they have a, if you want to give directly... To the like GoFundMe, you can also just do that. Mm. Like options, baby. I mean, hell yeah. But why not like get music while you're at sure. it? Sure. Fuck yeah. Um, on to the next album. Fucking remember a little while, a little bit ago, Buckshot Facelift uh, released like was like three tracks, and I was like, well, I wanted something more, but I wanted a full album. Yeah. Well, my prayers have been answered. <laughs> And they're releasing a new album called uh, Ulster Island. <laughs> and <laughs> so, uh, yep. Tom, why don't you, uh, why don't you play that track? Just play it. I think the whole thing's pretty, uh, short. So. <laughs> That was Check Yourself, the Czech spelled as in, like, Czech Republic. I, uh, that was Buckshot? Yeah. I fuck out of here. love that, like, 12 seconds of epic lead that they yeah. turn in the That's middle what, of like, that. This album is, like, you got grindy bits, you got, like, straight hardcore bits, you get bits where it gets melodic, like, it's I, I like that. awesome. I like that a lot. That was bonkers yeah this album like they have really like stepped their shit up like i didn't want to say it but you said it now so yeah they definitely did like i like the stuff beforehand like i loved uh like elders rasp uh living ghost of the north shore like yeah i wasn't as big into that but that track was killer this is this is serious growth i mean yes and they lay down some fucking like real heavy hitters in there too like fuck huh well, yeah. damn. I'm yeah. in. Uh, the <laughs> album comes out, I believe, in April. But if you buy it now, you get it all right now uh, on the pan camp. I love that. Come on. I mean, yeah, go buy it. Go buy it and listen to the whole goddamn thing. You, fuck. You've also got such lovely tracks as 
I think it's a uh, sundress Skeletor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wow, that's, that's a really weird image. It, it is. is. It is. Um, but I have one more uh, little bit of a new album. One I've been talking about for a little while now. Okay, mm-hmm. I've and been that's for this one. That's the Full of Hell's uh, new album, Trumpeting Ecstasy. Yeah, which I instantly at ten o'clock I saved my break at work to make sure that I can like get on that shit at ten for the pre-order. Yeah, which I nabbed my cassette. Nice. But with that uh, release, also they released a track uh, off the album, Deluminate. Okay. Tom, why don't you play that shit? Some of the best shit I've ever heard from them. They have, again, they are really focusing their sound. It is. Yeah. I mean, I've always liked Full of Hell, but that fucking. (laughs) They are. It just attacks you and fucking precisely. Like, it's it's still vicious. I was going to say, it still has that like, this like feeling of chaos, but it's something about it is they're like harnessing it. And like unleashing yeah. it at you in a certain way. I, I feel like they've really got a better grasp on their capabilities as a band at this point. Yes. I am beyond pumped to see them uh in God was that like two weeks? Oh god, that's the one with nails and gate creeper, isn't it? <sighs> and toxic holocaust. And toxic fucking ho- Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right? I mean I I I, I I, I can't even. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like that, off the back of... The, oh, what were you going to say? That fucking track. My God. If that... It's a great... This album just, is going to be fucking vile. Oh, my God. Yeah, if that's that was, any indicator. That was chaos. I, that was intense. Furious. I mean... It's just fucking... It's, it's chaos, and it's just pounding into you. Yeah. Like... I want more of it. Yeah. Goddamn. They do they do not fuck around. No. <sighs> Jesus, man. I <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of at a loss too. I I need to run through that a few more times uh, too. What a lot to be excited for this week. Um this yeah, uh speaking of um the eighteenth is this is Sun. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, they're a crazy fucking live act, and Union Transfer is awesome. So I that's uh, might be our anniversary plans. <laughs> Me and the lady. <laughs> I might see how into that she is. Oh God! Uh, if you if if listening to 
was it was it the body or full of hell that you played for uh it, it was, was the, the the collab the collab okay if listening to that gave her anxiety s- witnessing a sun performance <laughs> it's gonna are we a, going to hell for this it's gonna, gonna be a bonding experience that's what you're trying to tell me right buddy <laughs> oh man um okay yeah <laughs> I, I i may or may not be making that one i would like to i haven't seen them since they they did that tour with the dude from mayhem but um i feel like i can if i can i have to yeah i mean there it's definitely up your alley you would definitely you should you should definitely see them live at some point if you haven't yeah Let me let me check on the old the old box. See if there's anything else. Um, I, ch- I finished the OA. Um, don't know if you guys are familiar at all. Oh, that series. My yeah. mom was watching that. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. I was gonna say that makes it sound like the least like no, my, heavy thing. My mom's <laughs> into some some solid TV. I mean, she was the one who got me to start watching Black Mirror. Whoa. Jesus. Yeah. I was over there. It was right around Christmas. She was like, why don't we check this? Yeah, have you seen this yet? And I was like, did no. And she's like, oh, you need to watch some of it. She was a very sweet did lady when I met her at uh, okay. Hallmark. Apparently, you never got her like good gifts or anything watching <laughs> that shit. <laughs> Jesus. I'll say this much about the OA. Um, there's moments, there's lots of them, where I, it was hard, real hard. And I went back, and after watching the whole season, I I read comments by the directors, and even they had mentioned some of the bits I had a tough time with were meant to be kind of tough to deal with as far as, like, losing a little bit of a, uh, you know, let uh, what is the word, when you kind of, like, stop caring about things that don't make sense. Okay. Suspension of disbelief. So... Other than that, there's some really excellent moments in that show, but there's also a really strange ending, so buyer beware. Okay. Watch it at your own risk. You may not get what you want out of it, but if you're open-minded enough, it's definitely something to take away from it. Right on. Nice. And telling anything about it. I mean, like it's supposed to be like a very mysterious build-up, so... Gotcha. Can't really divulge too much. A girl shows up after being gone for X amount of time. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, yeah. we all missed an amorphous show last night. Man. Fuck. Man. That was. You didn't know it was happening? I knew there was an amorphous show. You I mean, forgot to. You had to get your ass on Facebook, man. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have been able to make I it was, anyway. If we had internet, I was going to make him a Facebook in the uh, the Ricketts Glen. <laughs> gonna force him. He's got him alone in the woods. <laughs> the implications. Oh my! <laughs> you don't even know. So that's another little bit of a thing that we did. Indeed. Uh, yeah. Not gonna go too deep into that, but we went camping with Ryan. That was a. That is always a great time. It is. It's just like we've said so many times. You gotta pick a less cold time. I'm fine with the 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 cold camping trip the way things have been lately like we don't get white christmases anymore we get march yeah winter and fuck me like it was cold 
Yeah. Like our our vestibule is a little area of the tent that's not. You know how like you get yeah. like a wind cover and there's that little area that I would piss in because <laughs> that's what it's for, right? So anyway, it froze. Technically, uh, throughout the night, I don't know if you noticed, if you looked at the uh, the roof of the tent, it had ice on it. Yes, like yeah. essentially we were in an igloo. So, yeah, yeah. it was a... 40 degree bag. Work on that. Yeah, you need, you fucked up. Nah, like I said, once we all slept like bears in a cave, everything was fine. Yeah, and we also got to do some uh, going on trials that we shouldn't have, which you learned is the best thing to do in life. Hey... I was in as far as you guys were, and that was up until we saw something sketchy, and we turned around. That was all, yes. That was all fine. That was all good. So yeah, I mean, I, I some had, awesome fucking. Well, I only saw the one picture, but God, it's fucking amazing. And see, the problem is, I guess lucky. I'm lucky that they're there. Is when I start seeing stuff like that, I get so like amped up that I throw like safety out the window as my concern. <clears throat> So there was some sketchy moments where it's like, I'm just looking at it, it's like, I can do it. I can go down there. There was a sharp uh, decline, and it curved. So if you misplace a foot, you go straight over into the waterfall. Ooh. It was sharp enough where it's like, no, you're not going down there. Like, but Just get that out of well, your fucking head. I was going to say, <laughs> I'm not once, I get, uh, once I start seeing stuff like that, I get a... Uh, oh, it was gorgeous. I it get, was a little slice of... Oh, you know what I mean? Majesty, but fuck, like once the sun went down, man, it was bitter. I'm I I don't know if now's not the time really to talk about, but like I get very upset when I I understand why they're there. But, um the like okay, you're not allowed to go on this trail unless you're this experience, that's fine. But the fact that they will like fine you and shit, like well, there's got to be an and uh, a deterrent, like a, yeah, decentive and incentive to not do what they're just, told not to do. Just put a sign that says, "Hey, if you if die, you... we're not coming out for you." Yes. Well, it's like their response. Like I think they're that's like that park ranger's job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, in but the you... middle of the night when some dickhead that got too drunk fell off a cliff, like, well, that's, he's got to go get him. That's the problem. See, you're bright enough. A lot of people are not. No, that moment where you listened they, to us and came back, like other people would have been like, "I got this." You you have to basically pl- you have to protect stupid people from themselves in situations like that. Uh, when you're fucking, I, f- I for- I'm not gonna lie though. I feel like if it was just me and Ryan there, we probably would have done it. I forget who it was. It might be Joe Rogan, but he said like, "I wish we could just take warnings off of." packages again <laughs> like, That's what I'm, like when uh two years ago went to great falls and there's these beautiful waterfalls and it's all these cliff sides and there's a fence way back and it says like don't go over this fence and it's like there's a good bit of distance here i'm sure the view over there is fan fucking tastic so fuck that fence i went over that fence so did some <laughs> of my other friends and we went along the cliffside and it was so many people don't get to see it like the way we saw it like, right. Uh, Hell, I'm even... a grown adult. goddammit. it! I know the choices I'm making. I know the consequences if I mess up. Like, yeah. God damn it. 
It just reminds me of something we're going to get into a little bit off air. But it's just all about freedom of choice and being a goddamn adult. Yeah. yeah. I fucking hate nanny states. I fucking hate them. Oh, I do too. I just, I think there's, it gets a little different when we're talking about, like, trails. Because there are people who are not even stupid people. They're just unaware when it comes to shit like that of how of the actual imp- implications and how dangerous it can be. Mm-hmm. And it's one of Snap the... Snap of a finger, things go real bad. It's one of the few situations... Yeah, exactly. Like, you fucking turn a corner and all of a sudden you're there's in a, a situation you had no... bear, there's a mountain lion. Yeah. A so, I, nature's scary. Like... And then from a marketing perspective for them, if... You're talking about marketing off mic and no one can hear you. You gotta come closer. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just dead air right now. If somebody, uh... Get, get, hey, get, get close to the mic. You're not close enough, fuckface. If somebody uh, decides to, or like from a marketing perspective, if somebody fucks up and it's all over the news, sure, tourism's down there. And that's, I, that's gonna no, that's gonna affect their. I really their think it comes down on like they're trying to not have this poor fucking rescue team up at all hours of every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I that, mean, there's a lot to it. That I get. I understand the... Oh, sure. No, you don't want to inconvenience <laughs> other people. Sure. And that's... I get that. I, I get that. Like, that's why I do believe that if you go into an area at that point, like, it's a... It should be a, we're not coming for you. Like... But do you really want to live in that world? If you're... I, I'm sorry. I if like, you went in with gear, shit like that, you registered, you're good, fine. Then you, you get rescued? Yeah. But... You decided to go rogue, like yeah, but well, then, we just don't work that way. And the thing is, you have to keep in mind. I mean, there might be one or two park rangers. You go down to something like Shenandoah, and you fucking you get in, if you let's say your dumbass goes hiking alone, you break a leg. You might not ever see a fucking park ranger. You might no. just die there. Right. So like that's why they have to warn people, let everyone know the full implications, and then go as far as put warnings up because some people either think they're more experienced than they are, or they don't appreciate the full depth of the potential consequences. Is that, uh, a warning, I am, I am perfectly fine with, but a full-on ban, or to the point that they're going to penalize you, like financially or be it whatever. No. I mean, there could even be a situation like with, with what you guys did. You went a good distance and it was perfectly fine. There may be things that they're aware of, maybe due to certain weather that makes things mm-hmm. that don't look even remotely dangerous, horribly dangerous. So, you know, I think that's where shit like that comes into play. And yeah, you want to. Especially like, once we started hitting actual the ridge. And that's, I mean, like, you, there's a lot of variables. We hit the trail at a weird point where. Um, we hit that center parking area that may have been accessible by like cars. Yes. And like, that's like, I think the true start of the trail. Then that's what I mean. And then the next part we saw was the, uh, next entrance that was right next to the waterfall where the ridge was. And that's the only area that really anybody couldn't just crawl back home to from, you yeah. know what I mean? Cause if you fell in the water or something and that's where it got immediately sketchy, that's where ice was formed and, Oh yeah, we still had to step carefully and be careful. And oh, that's, yeah. that's the thing. Realistically, like, if let's say you choose to do that, you have so few park rangers versus the amount of land. The chances of you actually getting caught, uh, it, you're likely that's... only going to get caught if you fuck up and do something stupid, and they have to send a rescue team after you. Yeah. So, you know, it's 
I, I don't think, think it's just doing their absolute best to cut I down. Do, on yeah. Stupid. Like I if you it. if you ignore the tape, then whatever. I don't but know. anyway, let's uh let's wrap up on the uh, forest debate. Um, yes. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was beautiful, but it was also ridiculously cold and goddamn it. My hair froze. <laughs> yeah, you saw it that. froze to your face, and that was before the sun went down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to talk about that morning. Uh, the morning where I, I went walking for an hour because I got up before everyone, and yeah, all my any exposed hair just froze. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, we, but, we packed up pretty quick after that. And it was like, nope, we're uh, we're good on that. With the talk of hiking and travel, I believe something is fast approaching. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I believe you're correct. Ooh, it is our destination that mm. is moving what, towards us. What's what? What awaits us at this destination? A mirage? No. Ah. Just, it's ju- it's just the destination. There's not actually nothing there. It's just blank, just void. <laughs> How do you like that? It's the void. Yeah. We're, we're pulling up to the void. We are pulling up to the goddamn void. My hopes and dreams have been answered. So check out all our social medias. Yes. Uh, what is it? Facebook.com/slash from the pit music. I think some shit like that. It, you could also go to fthepit.com. Yeah, that and that'll. Will- that Take will it everything. point you to goddamn everything. I think what they call a landing page. Yeah. Oh, how convenient. And it's it's literally just the letter F and the words thepit.com. And like Mikey said, you will find everything from there. Facebook, Instagram, uh, our, our completely inactive Twitter. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the links to every way to listen to the show be it SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes they're all right the fuck there so with all of that information handed out to you (laughs) not warnings just good information it is now safe to undo your seatbelts good night ladies